Drums, please. <laughs> Boy, Easy E, Eric, what's good, neighborhood? We're back with another rendition, another go around of your favorite series, sub series, Broken Records, not for the records, but Broken Records. We're here, uh, <laughs> not, not throwing shade on nobody, but we're gonna dive into another album that we got on tap. We got some special guests, and um, I think it would be right if we flip the order we do things. Uh, how about we go and introduce our guests first, and then we can introduce what we're talking about? Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, well, I guess we can start off first. We got Man behind division, away to the eight. Not just division away to the eight, but the division of Columbia, really. Yeah. <laughs> Look, our man Smoke, I of Smoke. What's going on, people? And on the other side of the ring, we got King Supreme. King, what's good with you? Hey, hey, King Supreme. What's going on, gang? Yep. Yeah. Direct. You know what? Mob in his bit. Definitely. Tied in. Definitely. Smoke, we, we talk, you know, quite frequently, but tell the people what you got going on and, you know, what I Smoke has uh, been doing as of lately. You just tell the people nothing, you know, free lunch, you know. We don't get free lunch out here, so just, just give a glimpse of, you know, what you had going on and, like, you know, what you been up to. You know, I waited until this episode to announce this. Um, you know, I'm looking for a couple of models I could work with constantly, um, you know, free of charge. I'm just looking for some people with visions and stuff like that. So if you hear this episode and you know you feel like you could be a model, definitely uh, DM at I Smoke on Instagram or Smoke Supreme on Instagram. But yeah, that's just that's what I'm cooking up right now. The, the rest in the in the vault right now. Right. That, man, that man has put out the the opportunity and said, "All right, that's all y'all getting for me right now." Little shameless plug. Look, but you only. Only way you can find out about it is if you tap in or not. Definitely. Honestly. Yeah, like Sean said, he's a vision behind not just, you know, Way to Eight, but the whole city of Columbia. So if you're not tapped in with smoke, you know, you can't be good in the Met by my book. So Stan. So what you had going on, bro? We ain't forgot about you. Uh, you just recently graduated, didn't you? Definitely, man. I'm in my post grad right now, you know. Big grass. You know what I'm saying? Had to finish strong, cool, loudy gang. So right now I'm just, yeah. you know. Just enjoying the post-grad, got a little trips I'm planning. You know, might be going into another degree. Who knows? <laughs> but you know how that goes, man. I'm just enjoying the post-grad right now, man. Living it up, man. She's not going to be ready for that, no cap. 
the album that we uh it's a long awaited album that we should have talked about a long long time ago we should really should have talked about it soon after it dropped to be honest with you just give it i'll be honest with you i think we did talk about this now what happened with it i don't know but yeah me me and eric got some speculation that we probably recorded this podcast and talked about it in depth at some point in time but that footage and documentation cannot be found right now so That's some lost, some lost archives right there. To be honest, Rashawn, bro, I feel like we literally did talk about Pop Smoke in his. Whoa, 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 I guess we can go dive into it. We're gonna be talking about Shoot for the Stars. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Shoot for the Stars, Ain't for the Moon by the Woo Pop Smoke. You know, R.I.P. the Woo. Um, that's what we're gonna talk about today. R.I.P. Smoke, man, for sure. R.I.P. Pop Smoke can't say too much. This, this, this was a big loss for the people. This was a big loss for the people. Dude, and it's so crazy. I don't think you understand how much of a big loss it was. Bro, I don't think so either. But, Heen, where was you at when this album dropped, bro? Like, where was you, where, where was you at when this album dropped for real? To be honest, um, I was in, I was in Columbia when the album dropped. Jeez. Unfortunately. <laughs> Damn. Um, but, no, I'm not going to say it like that. No, for real, though. I was, I was out here. And immediately, what I thought it was like, how are the people like up north feeling about this? Like, you know, it was real. It was real. Like, it was kind of new to me to know that, um, like the southern, um, like you know, people in the south actually like listen to Pop Smoke for real. You know, I didn't, I didn't know that his voice traveled this far. To be honest, right. you know, so it was really like a, it was like a wake up. I really didn't know for real. For real. I know a lot of people up north listen to like Atlanta artists. You know, a lot of south artists, but it was real like new to me that. But you didn't know if it was happening the same uh, end down here. Like, you didn't know if, like, Southern people listen to people up north. Right. In such a, like, you know, quick time. Because he wasn't really an artist for that long, if you come think about it. You know what I mean? So, it kind of went steaming real fast. Like, it was a little surprising for me. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, when I got put on the Pop Smoke, Sean was a... I'm going to give it this claim right now. Sean put me on a lot of music. I'm not afraid to claim. I'm not afraid to admit it. Sean put me on to a lot of music. So, I remember Sean actually putting me on the Pop Smoke around the time that I was listening to him. I think it was last summer, you know, around the time of graduation season. And then I felt like soon as I started listening to him, you know, unfortunately he passed away, you know, a couple months or like, you know, half a year after that. So I definitely can understand like why a lot of people may not have knew Pop Smoke until he passed away. Cause I felt like his, his death was more spotlighted, like more brought to light than his actual career in my opinion. So I can definitely see why you would say that. Definitely. I always wonder like, you know, when he passed away, if, you would have had the same buzz if he was still here. You know what I mean? So I know what you're saying when you're explaining your point, too, you know? Yeah. I think it would have been, like, tenfold because we get to the point now where things are opening back up. Like, I think he might have been, like, he might have been on top of Lil Baby. I'm not, I'm not afraid to say that. I feel like Pop Smoke might have been the face of hip-hop for this generation, like, if he was still, like, seen, like, still here on this earth. God rest his soul. Yeah, I can see that. But, hey, Q, I'm not going to lie. I, I really can't take all the credit for, for putting you on Pop Smoke. Cause really, Smoke was the one that put me on Pop Smoke first, and I was just like, but to be honest, I really, I really, I really criticized Smoke because he the play the first song he played me was like, I think it was Brother gun. Man or something like that. I think it was Better Have Your Gun, and I was like, who is this? And he was like, bro, this Pop Smoke. You know who that is? I was like. <laughs> he was not feeling it. Bro, I was like, it's straight. He's like, bro, possible R. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it was till I heard. I, nah, nah. It was Hawking when I was like, all right. He, he, I get it. He's straight. Mm-hmm. But I think when I heard, like, probably. Welcome to the park. 
Yeah, welcome to the party was a little different. That's when I knew he was like, I like I heard welcome to the party. But I think, I feel like it was something off the, I know when brother man, he actually can rap. He's sliding. Not just on the, the drill scene, but he just, like, he can actually, he hasn't got bars. When I actually touched down on Southern Soil, maybe like in, um, January of 2019. Southern soil. Oh shit! Yeah, I came down for good. You know what I mean. I left. I had to leave the northern route alone. But um, when I came down, I was on Pop Smoke real early. I was really kind of like, I don't want to say like shy to playing, but I really didn't want to play his music because I felt like I was I had to adapt to music down here. You know what I mean? So That's I really true. I didn't want to play like Pop Smoke. I felt like nobody was gonna know. You know, so I kind of like. Weirded out by it. But when I heard everybody kind of like playing uh, a lot of like the um, Welcome to the Party and stuff like that, that's when I kind of knew like uh, he is. Like they kind of know, they know who Pop Smoke is now. Here, so I could play a little extra stuff, like, you know. But when I first came down, I definitely wanted to play Pop Smoke. I felt like I was going to be an oddball playing that. Hey, are you saying that you uh, low key put on the masses in the Columbia to Pop Smoke? Uh, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I can credit with credit is due. I ain't going to take nothing while I don't, I don't need to take no credit that, you know. But <laughs> Smoke definitely was listening to Pop Smoke, so definitely. I would say I, I would say count. him. I would say he was. The, I probably started listening to Pop Smoke. Had to be fall twenty eighteen. He dropped me the woo. I was bumping that Sean we have to remember, like, Dejan is always trying to put us on the drill music, so when he tried to put us on the Pop Smoke, I said, alright, this is another drill rapper that Dejan trying to, like, put us on to. <laughs> yeah, if you think about all the other artists that he put us on, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> we weren't expecting we expecting them to be like this. Okay. But Dejan, how did you how did you get introduced to Pop Smoke since it seems like you're the originator? Well really you should have asked that question to um Dejan, uh Eric. I mean, Honestly. Yeah, but Dejan, how did you really get into Pop Smoke? Like what what got you into Pop Smoke? Like how'd you find them? I I ain't gonna cap. I, I somewhat got put on myself. Like I used to be on YouTube a lot. I would see his name pop up because I'm listening to artists and stuff like that. And then my homeboy Elijah, he uh he basically like played him in the car one day. I'm like, I know this song. And then it's, it was Welcome to the Party actually. I'm like, I know this song from somewhere. And then it just went crazy in the car. So I'm like I'm like, oh this this pot smoke like I actually fuck this nigga like it's going crazy in the car. It's not just something on YouTube. So that's that's really how like I started listening to I I would expect a car test to really be the determining factor of like how I guess you would get put on the stuff because if it doesn't pass the car test, bro, it's not probably gonna pass any other test. It's not gonna slide like it need to. Yeah, honestly, if a song if a song can't pass the car test, it's not it's not gonna hit the way it needs to. Wait, hold on, hold on. What's the car test? You gotta put me on. What's the car test? The car test is when you hop in the car, you know, you play the song. Right. It's not jumping in the car. Obviously, it's not gonna jump nowhere else. Like, definitely not. That might be the most honest, like, realest way to put that for real. Like, if I can't bump it in the car, bro, it definitely gonna be played it on. It's probably not that good. When you think about it, bro, like when you in the car, you got an ox. Like that's low key a lot of pressure. So like, yeah, if, it's trash, if it's trash, if you playing trash music in the car, bro, like nine times out of ten, niggas not gonna fuck with you for real after that. Yeah, yeah, your, taste, <laughs> no your, your taste is definitely gonna be uh, judged in that moment. Right? He's not even going to ride with you, even if they have to. <laughs> nah, bro, I'm, straight, I'm straight on. I'm straight. What do y'all, um, as far as, like, you know, Pop Smoke, what do y'all feel like is 
you gotta give me your top three pop smoke songs off the album. Like, she eats right into it. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah, ain't, no, ain't no need of dancing around it. Might as well go in and get it. Go ahead, tap in. All right, I'll go ahead and start. Sheesh. Um, my number one is going to be Got It On Me because I grew up listening to 50. So, number one going to be Got It On Me. Number two will probably be probably be For the Night. And then my number three is debatable. <clears throat> it depends on what type of mood I'm in. But mm-hmm. my number three probably will be right now. Gangsters. Jeez. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and get mine out the way. That was that was smoke, by the way. <laughs> that was smoke. He like that. That's his top three. This is my top. You know, <laughs> Team Supreme top three. I'm gonna have to first go with for the night, of course. For the night top one. I thought like that was a real versatile track. Nobody was expecting it. Um, it wasn't so hard, gritty pop smoke. It kind of like smooth, smoothened out. So I, I I like that one for one. Um, and two, I don't know what it is about this 4-4 Bulldog song, but that it's just like, I don't know. if I, I can listen to that song on repeat at work doing something like for 10 hours straight. I don't know. I could just repeat that. I don't know. It just <laughs> keep you in the mold. Yeah, it just keep me in there. Right? Um, number three could be a toss-up, like you said, Smoke. Uh, but I have to go with, um, sheesh, it's really a hard decision for number three. They all like there's all some real songs on there, but um I definitely got to stick um the woo the joint with uh Roddy Roddy Rich. Goodness um, sir. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot. I like that one for real. Let me want to remember Pop Smoke for real. <laughs> like if you think about it though, like the woo, right? We already know that that's Pop Smoke, you know, that's but look how he tied in, he got Roddy Rich and 50 and all of them, you know what I mean? So for me it was just like, damn, you know, this this new artist is you got everybody with this woo, this woo thing, you know? 50 Cent kind of tapped into it. Roddy being all the way from LA, came all the way, you know, tapped in with it. Still woo. He, he riding with the woo, right. So it was all like, it was cool. I like, I like to see that. That was tough. That was tough. Sean, I think we had like an off sidebar conversation about what the woo means. I don't know if you want to relay that information again, but I think it was just cool how Heem said like, Pop Smoke was really like the unifier. You know, you got Roddy all the way on one side, 50 on the other, but he was able to, Get him on a song like this. I feel like Pop Smoke was really that unifier for the culture, even down to this music and how diverse it was. You got Afro beats, you got trap. Like the man is talented. He can kind of bridge like any sort of gap together. Um, but as uh, far as my top three, if I had to name some off in no particular order, I do Hello with A Boogie. Um, nice. Slide. King of New York. Go ahead. Crazy. And then uh, Snitching. Uh, that's more so because I. I feel like Future gave one of the best verses uh-huh. I've heard from him in a while. And then um, I guess for number three, probably something special. That R&B pot smoke, it, it usually slides about every time. Yeah, definitely. That ain't slide. Yeah. That's just, hey, come on now. That's just lie. Honestly, this was probably his most like versatile. Like, this is his best project ever. No, Never. absolutely. Like, <laughs> Best All of these songs yeah. is better than every song that he ever came out with as far as like, I sound like Christian Dior. Yeah. I mean, Christian Dior is good. And Sean, didn't you uh, say something special? Wasn't that supposed to be like one of Pop's first songs or something? Like, didn't you say there was a story behind that? Yeah, so apparently uh, his uh, manager or label, Victor, like, the, I think he said one of the first songs he recorded 
of course, I think when he recorded uh, Meet the Woo, uh, the first one, it was something special and what you know about love. And right. I, and he was just like, yeah, but I got all this other stuff, but I really want to drop this first so people can know, like, I'm like I'm really a different type of artist. And Victor, I think he said Victor was the one like was like, nah, you need to drop all the trap stuff first so you can get your sound. Because once you get your sound, everybody going to come to you for a feature because they need that sound because the sound is the wave now. And if you look at it, like before his untimely death, that really what he was on the on the way to. You see, he linked up with Travis. You see, he was bro, he was really all over the place. Really, after just the second tape, you know what I'm saying? So this out, to be honest, if he was still living, this album probably would have been more crazier than what it is now. Because some of these songs are just snippets or, or unfinished verses, or you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I was reading that uh, 50, like the project, I guess, was 80% finished and then 50 Cent really kind of came in and kind of pulled everything together as far as like adding some, maybe some extra ad-libs or some um, things like that. Yeah, definitely. But I can go ahead and uh, tap into my uh, my uh, top three. Um, I really want to say for tonight, but y'all boys, uh, I think everybody know how good that song is, so I'm just going to pick another one. I got to go with Gangsters. I feel like Gangsters just... A different type of sound. I wasn't really expecting that type of pop smoke. What you know about love? That sample. I can see why he wanted to go ahead and put it out first. I feel like that's one. I feel like that's an underrated track on the album. I feel like that can slide at any function, any little parlay. Definitely. You th- you throw that song on, the vibes gonna mess with it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a it's a solid song. And. I don't know. I feel like I gotta go with "Got It On Me." Like, of course, we everybody know the the Fifty Cent comparisons, the the, the rumors about he really Fifty. Cent. That's his dad. Definitely That's his dad. Office, you know what I'm saying? Hey, his name was Shar Jackson. That's his like, dad. I'm telling you. But I don't know. I feel like it was. I feel like it was good. Like the he had the most comparisons to him, and then I really feel like he executed on the remix, like the remake of that song, like. And he was the, I feel like he was the only one that would be able to do it. Like, well, I feel like he did it the best. Like, a lot of people. I'm about to say, Tupac Savage and Metro Boomin, they attempted. Definitely. But Pop Smoke is just different. Yeah. But I feel like if you would have lived from that shooting and dropped this song. That or Hotel he, Lobby. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. But yeah, I think that's my top three. I'll go with that. All right. So y'all done heard. Smoke's top three. Y'all done heard Heem's top three. Y'all done heard Eric's top three. I heard Sean's top three. This is my top three. I had to introduce it. Bruh, I had to... I pretty much all the songs y'all already said, bro, is in my top three. Like, I'm not going to lie. Surprise nobody about nothing spectacular, nothing off the wall. But Got It On Me, like Sean pretty much said, it's pretty much a perfect remake of the song by 50 Cent, uh, by Mini Man, uh, for the, the ones that don't know. After that, I probably have to go for the night. And for the night, I probably have to say... um. Little baby and the baby, they they collab pretty well on that. But I really didn't fuck with it until Eric told me that his dad was fucking with it and his dad was like playing in the car. I was like, oh yeah, this must be this must be an OG solidified song with the old niggas fucking with this shit. He surprised me with that one. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, fact. And then uh, probably something special or in between something special or uh, what you know about love because I really fuck with both those samples and like everybody pretty much said that like, he was able to step out of his like you know kind of hip hop drill kind of I guess. Uh, avenue and like digging into some R&B so I really appreciate that so like I said got it on me uh, for the night 
and uh, something special what you know about love. That's my toss up right there for the last one. Now I do have a question for Lamass here. Like, what do you guys feel like is the most? Well, I, well, firstly, let me give a little background. I think one of the more crazier things about this album is somebody like Pop Smoke made an album that's so mainstream. Like, like all types of subtext of people and demographics, like they're listening to Pop Smoke. Like, they may not understand it. You know, there's a lot of ignorance going on there, but you can't deny like how popular this project is. Um, if you had to just say one track, that's probably the most popular off this uh, project. Like, what do you guys think it is? It's probably the Woo. Yeah, the Woo. I'll probably say. I feel like you. Can, I feel like that's one that you can hear playing in Burlington Coat Factory or <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Forever Twenty One or something. You can hear that song playing. I was gonna actually say enjoy yourself. Honestly, I was. Uh, I don't know where we were at. We were. I think we were in New York, and I was hearing this place somewhere. That was extremely white. So, you know, that, that was, that's the only reason why I brought that up. Well, what do you think, Q? I think I think that either one of those can really go, but I was going to say some off the wall shit. So I think the music <laughs> we had, some Mexican or, like, you know, Spanish uh, artists on it, I feel like those are, like, the most popular songs. Cause those, those definitely reach both demographics. Like, you got black people fucking with it. You got white people fucking with it. And you got the Mexicans fucking with it. Like, come on. Like, definitely. any song where he's, like, got the feature, like, Spanish vocals, or, like, the Mexican vocals or whatever, like, those are like his most popular songs in my opinion because like you said we've been like going to New York and like different places like we always hear those songs constantly but we heard that shit in Tequila House up in Charlotte so that was right <laughs> if, if the people locally are fucking with that shit you know the people internationally fuck with that shit so definitely I feel like this project just mainstream pop to be honest like yeah. I like really mm-hmm. put a, if, like if he would have dropped this and still been living he would have been a different a different stratosphere what the exact date this album got one more July 20th was it the Lux and July 30th was the... Yeah, July 3rd was when it actually dropped. Best quarantine album? Nah. It's debatable. It's debatable. It's definitely debatable. That was with a question mark on the end. Sorry about that. That wasn't no stance. I mean, if it's not this, then what is it? That's what I was looking for. Little Baby Joint? Yeah, my turn. My turn. Best quarantine album. Dropped in February. At the start of quarantine. Definitely not. Definitely. Definitely not. No, definitely not. Definitely definitely March 13th. But March definitely. can't really take off until... Okay, April. March 13th, that's de- even more in the quarantine. That's when the quarantine started. I'm going to look it up right now. <laughs> what? Okay, are you going off the deluxe team or are you going off the, like, the original drop of the album? Because that's, that's yeah, the deluxe different. Deluxe definitely dropped in quarantine. I'm talking about the album drop. Ain't nobody talking about that. The album dropped February 28th, 2020. Okay, that's... We was in quarantine in like March. Yeah, we ain't quarantined until March 13th. That's about two weeks before. You were talking about quarantine? Well, I was just talking about the um, song, like, out of all the albums that dropped during quarantine, you know? He's talk- I think he's talking about what albums dropped during the actual quarantine. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty sure we were on quarantine. During the- well, not probably us, but <laughs> it was happening. I'm only going off of us, so. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Okay, Heem, so what is your favorite quarantine album then? Well, what's the quarantine definitely, album? It's definitely a uh, pop smoke album. Sheesh, well, yeah, that answers that. <laughs> That's what I, I just wanted to, you know, take a little, see if, like, you know, and was there anybody else that at that time that was, you know, during quarantine that was working and came out with something that's better than this. So, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, yeah, so, if, baby, if Baby's dropped in February, then he, he wasn't working on it during the quarantine. You know, Pop Smoke was working on this while, while we was in quarantine, you know what I mean? Well, pop, really before. Yeah, so yeah, pop definitely died. Before. Definitely before. He, died, he died in February. He died in February. Yeah. And uh, the, this, this dropped in July. Back. So yeah, definitely. this all his, mm-hmm. probably a lot of 2019 work. Yeah. 
Though I know Heem, you already said it, but you think this is his best album like to date, even though it's his posthumous album as well. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I think that this is his best body of work outside of like, you know, everything else that he kinda just did off the off the, off the market, off the YouTube and stuff like that. Definitely. I know uh Sean and Dejan were like watching the boogie movie that's like basically Pop Smoke was debuting his acting uh, career in that movie. How y'all feel about that movie and how it kind of displayed Pop Smoke even after he passed away? Well, I didn't get a chance to I go. Didn't finish it. Yeah, yeah, I, I haven't watched it because I was just to the point where I didn't know if Pop Smoke was going to die in the movie. Mm. So I just didn't want to see it yet. I don't know. You know? But um, Definitely. If Pop Smoke is going to die in the movie, I don't want to see it. I don't yeah, want to see it. Want to they see might as well go ahead and tell me if that's what's going to happen. Yeah. So off of what y'all saw in the movie, how did y'all feel about it then? <laughs> well, we was bootlegging the movie, so we ain't really getting it. They kept freezing. If anybody, if anybody listen to this Alabama bootleg movie, they cap. <laughs> no, cap two cap. They definitely cap. So get that out the way with these five sticks. But yeah. So if we had to go into our ratings, like, what would y'all rate this album being? Like, not looking at like, I guess. Just looking at this, like, just being Pop Smoke's album, like, not looking at his whole discography, but, like, just this album and everything that came with it and out of it and the looks along with it. How would you rate this album? Like, out of a scale of 1 to 10 kind of thing? 1 to 10, 1 to 5, whichever whichever easier for you, brother. <laughs> um, if you do a 1 to 5 scale, I'm going to have to go with 4. And if you do a, a 1 to 10 scale, definitely going 9 with it. So that would be really a 4.5. So I'm going to really go 9. With it. <laughs> so what's um, a, for you, what's keeping it from being a 10 or a 5? You know, he wasn't able to finish, like, you know, kind of finish everything fully. Definitely. You know? So, but for, every, for all we have, it is definitely enough. You know? But, um, I feel like if you would have uh, finished a lot of the projects, it would have been a lot. We would just gave it that, like, that, that, I don't know, that nice, like, uh, nice little touch to it. Yeah. It couldn't finish it. If every, if every song was, like, a complete song, because some of the songs, he was just doing the hook. Like, so you got to think about it that way. Every song, yeah. complete song where he had the hook, maybe a verse or two, it's a 10 out of 10. But Definitely. like for me, Smoke, uh, my rating would have to be a 9.5. Um, you know, I really, I really fuck with the woo. So it's going to have to be a 9.5. That's solid. Okay. I probably say a 9.5 as well. I, I didn't want to be the first person to say 9.5, but since Smoke already said it, I feel more comfortable saying that. But yeah. 9.5. I really don't feel like this really had any songs I didn't like on it, except for like Deluxe. But I look at the Deluxe and like the actual like original piece kind of stuff. I feel like Deluxe is just to get something like to get streamed more like just for sales. So uh, looking at the original body of work, I probably give it a 9.5. And I have to agree with uh, Heem. I want to kind of wait till everybody kind of settled in their spirit, you know, what they said. But after hearing Heem say, I feel like this was a quarantine album, like honestly, because this shit broke multiple records still probably breaking records or whatnot so Definitely. i don't know just for like the statistics and for like the public recognition it got for it i say it's the album of quarantine well the quarantine album bro and to be honest we got to remember like the point where in the summertime where it kind of climbed back i know the fall like kind of like started climbing on the charts back up it was like dang like people still fuck with the album like mm-hmm. and to be honest bro like I kind of agree with y'all, like, on the, like, because some of the songs weren't finished. Like, some of the songs were just basically just snippets. And honestly, when they started back working on the album, they kind of just, like, got people to to feature on it. Of course, people that pop would 
probably have wanted on it, but you know what I'm saying? It's kind of different after the person has passed away, you know what I'm saying? But I do feel like as a complete body of work, it was 19 songs dropped on like the initial album. And then when they dropped Deluxe, they dropped 15 more songs. So that's 34 songs of only Pop Smoke that we didn't have, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I think I got to give it a 9.5. I agree with y'all. I can't really say it's a 10, but to be honest, I'm not mad if somebody says a 10. If it's a 10 out of 10, like, I'm not mad if somebody say that because, like, like you just said, you broke multiple records. It was it was on the charts for a long time. It's still on the charts. You know what I'm saying? It's really like not a lot of work that's been coming out lately. That's really better than that. Definitely, like it's been played in clubs. Like you know what I'm saying, especially to everybody that's been traveling. Like pop has been. It's still played in clubs. Definitely, definitely. Like, people are. You know what I'm saying. Like, and I feel like. That's what we can do for pop. Like, to be honest, is if we if we gonna play dreams and nightmares, we need to be we need to pick Dior or Welcome to the Party, some pop smoke song. Those two songs is gonna forever be played. Definitely, they have to always be played. For the night, in a function, night, yeah. always for the night. night. I don't care what it is. For the night is a club banger. Definitely, definitely, as well. And uh, I know y'all boys are probably aware, but uh, Shoopla Stars Ain't for the Moon did. Did take home some awards this year too. Um, took home Billboard Top 200 and Top Rap Album too. So, you know, for it to be able to still carry that longevity, and then it finished on Billboard as well at number two for the entire year. So, like you said, he was definitely breaking records, and it's got the trophies to show for it. But as far as my rating, you know, I'm kind of I'm with you guys absolutely nine nine point five. Fuck it, I'll say ten. I'm not gonna lie, but my only hesitation with that is though is that I can tell, you know, like you guys said, is that there were some songs that aren't completely finished. Like, you can tell his verses aren't there, but that was all completely out of his control. So for the elements that he did control in this, I say it was basically perfect body of work. I, I agree with it being the song, I mean, um, the album of the quarantine period. And I feel like if the pandemic wasn't around, this would have been the album. I mean, my turn was still there, but everybody was resonating with Pop Smoke. Like, it, it was just different. I, I honestly haven't seen anything like that since Drake, so. It was so many different, like, pops on there. You got yeah, pop, you got R&B pop, you got low key like mainstream pop pop. Like, and I, I'm not even gonna lie, I think R&B pop probably shined the most on this project. Like, what is this song right now that's playing in the background? Diana, like something special, like all those songs, bro. Like they just you would have never expected that. You would, like it's just crazy. It really showed that he was here to stay. Like his versatility. Bro, I feel like he probably would have been on, since we already gave our ratings, I feel like he probably would have been on the climb to being one of the best or like top performers of our generation or during the period of music because I remember me and Sean used to like watch his concerts, like how he would go to New York or how like, you know, he would just like go to different uh, tour sites and tour dates that we have. And bro, like his concerts would always be like jam-packed. Like he would just be, he's a good performer and a good artist, a good song maker. And so I feel like, he probably would have been one of the top artists, like, looking at the whole scope of everything he does, like, making music, making hits, and performing. Like, probably would have been on the top of the top when it comes to, like, being one of the best performers in our generation, I feel like, if he was still living. Absolutely. Like, just based just based off, like, the clips that people seen from his show in London, like, just imagine that in sold-out show in New York, sold-out show in Atlanta, sold-out show in Cali. Like, it's going to be that times three, four. So, like, he was really on the rise of, like you said, becoming the biggest performer of our generation. 
And then um, I also want to go ahead and say, I was one of those listeners that didn't catch on the pot smoke until after he died. So like when everybody was bumping Dior and all that, kind of, welcome to the party. Like, I was just like, oh, okay. But actually, I think I sat down, I was talking with either Sean and Q or maybe both of you guys together. And I was really understanding how big pot smoke really was like, a lot of people probably are aware of now, but Pop Smoke, it's, it looked like he's about to sign with uh, Travis Scott's label. And that would have been extremely huge. Like, like just seeing how far his reach is, because, you know, Travis Scott has his own entirely different sound. But Pop Smoke might have been the merge, like, to be able to mix those things together. And, you know, I, I just really wish I could have seen some sort of, like, more effort, because now all we really have is just Gotti. And Gotti's a great song and whatnot, but it's just a shame that, this this is Pop Smoke's legacy. Like this album, like I love how almost complete it is in a sense where it's got all diverse uh, ranges of Pop Smoke. But I really do wish we've been able to just to taste a little bit more. Like maybe to see a concert with Pop. Like bring back you know MTV used to have it back in the day with the Spring Break or whatnot. Pop Smoke would have brought that back and killed it. Like I, I really just wish my nigga was here. Aaron was talking like he was giving five minutes to talk to that man funeral just now, ain't it? Definitely. <laughs> he gave a eulogy. Definitely, that was a quick little eulogy. I told that. That's all. Yeah. I was gonna say too uh, before we wrap it up that I like the worry that you guys would like describe Impossible as being like a unifier. Like if he would have signed to Captain Jack and he would have like made a lot more music with them, but. I feel like the best way to describe Pop Smoke, you know, now that he's passed away, is like the glue. Because you see all these yeah. type of features and stuff like that on this album. Like, he's literally got a wide, a wide range of people that you probably think would do good on the song, even sound good with Pop Smoke and just them two on it. But I feel like he was able to, I guess, just work well with anybody and everybody he came across. And like you said, Aaron, like, we probably, if he would have signed the Captain Jack, we probably would have got some Young Thug and Pop Smoke <laughs> song. Because you know why I said, like, Captain Jack, like, they pretty, like, close knit. Come on. And, you know, I'm pretty sure Drake would have hopped on the bed and wagged his uh, Culture Vulture ass. He would have got some Pop Smoke songs in. Right. Culture Vulture. We're not doing that. He's not a Culture You got to have a pop feature on CLB. You got to. I'm not going to lie, bro. I can see that. Because Drake, he low-key probably will put a person that passed away on this album, bro, on this one. I ain't going to lie. Why you say it like that? Bro, he did it on Scorpion. He had Michael Jackson on. Right, but he's only done it once. You act like this is a repeated thing he's done. <laughs> I'm saying I won't be surprised. But uh, I do want to, you know, before we do actually conclude, I do want to bring up one thing I saw that's pretty crazy. So uh, we all remember how uh, Pop Smoke ended up his uh, fortunate passing, you know, because he had so his address was accidentally leaked. I think he was on live and he was showing off, what is it, Amiri Jeans? Oh, how do you guys say I don't want to be correct, incorrect? Y'all know what it's called? Amiri. Yeah, Amiri Jeans. Amiri Jeans, cool, cool, cool. So he had a verse. It was a snitch and said, I pull up, Amiri, got Nina's attached. I was just reading the genus annotations, and they said it was unfortunate because it was actually a gift from um, the headman himself. And when Pop was actually showing it off in snitching, um, well, it says here in snitching, the annotation here, that it was Amiri Jeans that actually was, really got him caught up. So I just thought, like, it's kind of, Pop has this, this thing where it's kind of prophetic in a sense, like hotel lobby, got niggas waiting in the hotel lobby, thinks someone's trying to rob me, like, it's just like he was kind of able to see into the future. And it just kind of goes into like him as a character. Like he was, I feel like he was really about to be the future of hip hop. I feel like we've seen that before, you know, where Chance the Rapper was looking real strong. We had other cats and stuff like that. But, you know, as we said before, I feel like Pop Smoke was really about to be that guy. He was about to be the face of New York for real. Like he was really about to bring like that New York, like back to hip hop. I'm not saying that it left, but I feel like he was going to give it a new flavor. 
but he also kind of like opened the door for uh, other artists like Fabi, you know, kind of yes. like, like yes. important now, you know what I mean? Kind of gave those artists a lot, of, like a, a little chance to kind of like, you know, shine some light in Brooklyn a little bit. Oh, Brooklyn, Fabi. Nobody was really listening to Fabi like that until Pop Smoke came out. Pop Smoke, to be honest, Fabi was out before Pop Smoke. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. So nobody oh, was listening yeah. to none of that until kind of, you know, Pop Smoke kind of came on the scene and, <clears throat> excuse me, was able to shed that light into Brooklyn and, you know, bring So Fabi is Pop Smoke's young nigga? Absolutely. Definitely. In all essence. And, but Fabi um, older. is older than him. You know, yeah, can I'm you imagine happy. like if Pop was alive and how New York would have been? I feel like it might have been a different atmosphere, bro. Absolutely. I really think he was like the. I mean, I don't like to compare because they both kind of passed away, but he was he was really like the new Biggie of of, uh, of Brooklyn. Thanks, bro. Thanks. Never. I'm glad somebody said it. I don't like to compare the two because they both died and they both died in Cali. I just don't like. I don't both like that shit. Young. Excuse my language and all that, but it's just crazy, man. I don't, I don't, Crazy. Say that shit with your chest, team. Like, bro, we all friends. Here. You can say that shit. Definitely, man. Just <laughs> something that's you know, something crazy to bottle. You know, hard. This is real mind boggling, but at the same token, it's life. You know. Right. Right. Yeah, I feel we all did a good deed here today by wrapping up on uh, what we should have talked about a while ago, but you know, got some real ones in here to talk about it with us. So you know, I ain't, I ain't too excited. I'd rather have y'all on here than any other goofies or anybody else that don't know music, honestly. So. <laughs> Appreciate y'all for coming through, you know, chopping up with us on this another Broken Records. Like Smoke said, well, we all going to give our benedictions and whatnot. So, but like Smoke said, uh, look at all his content, uh, hit him up for anything uh, in the Columbia area. If you, like, can pay that ticket, you know, he'll come to you. So, <laughs> whatever, whatever you need to get that pop The ticket smoke. matters. The ticket matters. The ticket definitely matters. The ticket matters. It ain't nothing for free. It costs yeah. me. We might have to go ahead and might have to, hey, wait, they might have to go ahead and sign that one on. Ticket matters. Hey, it's your boy Marquise Q signing out. All right, man. It's your boy Ray Rashawn. Like you said, make sure y'all boys tap in. If you haven't listened to the other Broken Records, tap in. We got some heat coming. I'm pretty sure if you heard this already, then you done, done seen some of the heat. But we got some more on the way. Y'all boys, let us know what other Broken Records y'all want us to do. And uh, other than that, y'all boys, hold it to the road. It's your boy Easy E. Shame on you if you not have not streamed this album yet. Definitely do so. Um, check out our other projects as well. Subscribe to the YouTube and be on the lookout for more content coming soon. It's your boy Easy E. Peace.